0: So we have Juneteenth, and for a lot of people, it is the first time they've heard of Juneteenth and understanding exactly what that means. But one person had the chance to say about this, no thanks. I refuse to celebrate a holiday about freedom when we're still not free. The man that said that is one of my favorite people. He is Bill Roden, a writer at large for The Undefeated. He's also the former award winning sports columnist for The New York Times and author of one of the greatest sports books of all time, 40 Million Dollar Slaves. A pleasure to bring in Bill Roden to join me, Freddie coming and Jonathan Hood on Freddie and Fitzsimmons. Thanks to the show Pinto Performance Line. You also wrote today part of your latest piece Is Juneteenth about profit or progress? Bill, where do you stand when it comes to corporations and Juneteenth?
1: Well, it's definitely about profit. I mean, you know, I mean, seriously, you know, I mean, corporations are just profit animals, you know, and, and uh, whether it's my corporation, yours, whatever, they're looking at bottom lines. And particularly when it comes to black people, man, we're like, we consume something, I I forget, something trillion dollars. We we, we make up about 14 point something of the population, but yet we consume annual almost like one point something trillion dollars. So, if you're a corporation and you see uh, a, a group of black people—not just individual, but—but but upset on masse, in your boardroom, you—you you know and that, it happens every time. You know they look around. If there ain't no black people, they go grab some black people. Or if there's a couple black people there, what do you what do you think, Jason? Uh, what do you think we should do? Because it's all about the bottom line. And if you can do some good in the short term, but make no mistake it's about the bottom line. And, and unfortunately as African-Americans, and you're in these rooms, when, when this door is kind of open, you have to kind of make your ass, you know, right. or make your demands, whether it's uh, some people are PhDs, and there's some black people, there's PhDs in this. They just know when times like this, you know, I've seen some people who don't even identify as black suddenly, man, they're like Malcolm X, you know, they, you know, they, they, you know to, and they leave the cause and all that. So just to, I mean, to answer your question, uh, from a corporate standpoint, um, it's, it's definitely about profit, and it's just amazing how now all of a sudden the NFL, uh, PepsiCo, uh, you know, everybody, Disney, ES, I mean, everybody is saying, okay, we're going to give you a day off. We're going to make it a holiday. And we're going to throw some money at it. Uh, I guess what we have to do is, as athletes, um, general, whatever, okay, what's the plan? Just don't throw money at it. What have we been saying for the past, through COVID? What are the, you know, the um, economic uh, disparities, right, in income? How, How the income gap, the wealth gap in our community is just immense. So any that should be our message. It should be your message, my message. Yes, Black Lives Matter and the police brutality is awful, but we need to stay on message. And the message is everything we do needs to be aimed at closing the income gap and the wealth gap. All right? that, that, that has got to be the message and how do we do that?
2: Well, well, Bill, I would agree with you that a movement should not be commercialized. But th- as you mentioned, the door is open to be able to capitalize on this from a revenue standpoint. I would, I would ask you what, uh, how can you st- uh, have corporations stop hijacking Juneteenth and Black Lives Matter? But from a financial standpoint, if you are speaking truth to power, isn't that a way to be able to uh, get value from this? Well, you know, when you talk,
1: you know, we use that. We a certain we use using our platform and speaking truth to power. But the issue comes when power speaks back. <laughs> you know right. and let's, let's just say for the sake of argument. For the sake of argument. In fact I'm I'm reaching out to a couple of comments. So the whole idea of Juneteenth, right, was that these the the, the the colonel rides in to text Galveston and says these people, by the way, uh, you guys are free, uh Two years ago, <laughs> you know, you've been essentially working for free for two years, all right. And one story has it that the plantation owners didn't really want them to even make the announcement until they got this last harvest in, right? So let's so let's so let's do this. And in, in fact, like I said, I've been reaching out to her. All right, let's go back to 1865, right? Uh, let's find out what was considered a great annual profit for a big plantation owner what was considered a great uh, uh, yield that year for a wealthy plantation owner. Let's take that number and put it into twenty twenty dollars How much was that? That number becomes what we'll call the Juneteenth fund. Each corporation will have a Juneteenth fund. Now, what does that fund do? So what that fund is, that is the beginning of sort of reparation, we want to call it. So if, you are an African-American. Let's just say for, the, for PepsiCo, right? You work at Pepsi and uh, you're hired, you're a young black person, and you could prove, you know, you could prove that one of your maternal, paternal uh, great-grandparents was born in the United States, right, with a, a great-grandparent. So you could prove that one of them was born, in this, that you were an African-American. You are now uh, eligible to get part of this, your corporation's Juneteenth Fund. What does the fund do? It either pays off. Your student loan, or it gives you a down payment for a home, because that has been one of the the primary things of our wealth gap for a lot of it, not being able to get that home or burdened with student debt. So that would be something if you had hit top flight like black ec- uh, economists put this plan together for uh, you know the NBA. NFL, but not only that, but for major corporations. So listen, we don't need a holiday, okay? We don't need another holiday. Here is, and, and you're going to celebrate Juneteenth. Let's put, let's let's put your, your your the money. Let's let's create this this fund. So that that's, you know what I'm saying? I I, I just let's, let's make it concrete. Let's just make it concrete. But we got to close the gap. And you're right. If if the door is open, let's open it. But let's open it with a tangible, doable plan. And trust me, man, whatever number you come up with, whatever this Juneteenth fund is, it's probably going to be a drop in the bucket to these corporations. Yes, oh yeah, yeah, we'll do it. I don't know, we all think about that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow, great stuff by William C. Roden, right at of the undefeated. He wrote the great article today for corporations. It's Juneteenth about profits of progress Joining Freddie Coleman and Jonathan Hood on Freddie and Fitzsimmons and ESPN Radio. Everything that you've been able to point out if people didn't understand it before, it's seen a lot of people are trying to understand it now, but there's going to be a certain segment that just wants to push it aside. More than ever before in these times, William, how can we not allow that to happen to make sure that everybody is on the same field from the same starting point and having the same opportunities, whether it comes to the wealth gap or the job gap, whatever that gap is.
1: All the corporations are saying the holiday and Black Lives Matter, the NFL, and I think if you have some great Black economists who are saying, yeah, okay, uh, let's forget the word hijack, the movement. This is what we would like to see you do for corporations. Just don't, okay, you throw money at this grassroots organization, this, but we want to begin to close the wealth and income gap, and
2: here's what you can do in your lane. Bill, uh, it's a story that you've written and you've talked about for a long time regarding the redskin name as we start to see some of the Washington football team and their nickname there for a long time, um, yeah. I beg your pardon. So, uh, so I want to get okay. your thoughts. I want to get your thoughts, Bill, on <laughs> as we start to see these statues starting to topple and change happening in a lot of different places around this country, how likely is there a change coming for Washington's football team?
1: Well, Snyder, Dan Snyder has said he's not doing it. He's basically hell. No, we're not going go. I mean, you, you, you just said it, man. We had monuments topple, toppled, you know, city uh, yep. turned out monuments. Here's this guy who's got one of the most racist nicknames, in America, and he justifies it in, in, in just the most um, racist of ways. Of, you know, people will say, you know, Freddie, you know, we'll be in a room, and there'll be a white guy. he's will help well, hell, what, ask Freddie. What do you think, Freddie? And it, so they'll always find some Native American, Indian, who will say, but, I don't see it. I, I don't really see it changing, uh, unless. Although you know, you bring up a good point. This is probably a good time to, to mount pressure. I mean, I mean, but it has to be full scale, like the same kind of pressure. Now that's okay, Freddie. You mentioned hij- that's what I would like to see. All these 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 kids, white kids, all that. Let's 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 boycott. Let's let's do that. Let's march on Dan Snyder's house. Let's, you know, let's force him to change anything. Since we're toppling racist monuments, that's mm-hmm. in the in, in sports, that's the biggest racist monument. So, But I think there just has to be concerted effort. And, and I don't know how you guys feel. How important How, how important do you guys think that is?
0: Well, I'll answer this question like this, and I'll let Jonathan answer. By the way, Bill Rode from The Undefeated, joining Freddie Coleman and Jonathan Hood and Freddie and Fitzsimmons on ESPN Radio. I've always been a big believer that, You can't ignore history, but you should always tell the whole story. So if you're going to topple monuments, if you're going to take names off buildings, you should let people know exactly why you believe this name shouldn't be there, why that monument shouldn't shouldn't be there anymore. Bill, and I'll let Jonathan answer his question. That's how I answer that question. Tell the whole story and not just part of the story, good and or bad.
2: Yeah, I I would say the same thing. For all these monuments and these statues that are coming down, there's a reason to be able to keep those. Uh, That's that's why they built museums, to be able to tell the story. The same thing with the Redskins. There There was a name that was prominent for a long time, and I completely understand why, but there are a section of people that don't believe that that is politically correct, so it should change. And so just like the Washington Bullets, as much as I love the, the Bullets, right. I understand why right. that there was change. But again, right. it, it, from a historical context, you can tell the story of what they were and and how and why it's changed and then keep it moving from there. Yeah. And, and one day, I'm
1: sure the name is going to
2: change. Just like Bullets
1: Change, you know, when, when Snyder's River, River comes to an end, you know, there's another owner, uh, probably you will see uh, the name change. Uh, but he is... Doug is heel in the ground. Uh, I think he's a big supporter of the president. He's got that backing. so he is basically hell no, I won't go. Um, but I think it I think we, again, while this door is open, while we're trying to eliminate these symbols and, and, and remember the symbols the symbols lead to a deeper truth, a deeper, awful, ugly truth. You know, that's why they, they're taking these monuments down because they symbolize something very ugly, you know, and divisive. So that's why it's to go in. And And the whole thing about, you know, the Washington football team maintain that name uh, is just, you know, it, it's, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's you know, it's, it's terrible.
0: He is a great follower on Twitter, WC Road, and he's one of our favorite people, the award-winning sports columnist for the New York Times. Now he's a writer at large for The Undefeated. If you've never read his book, $40 Million Slaves, do yourself a favor and read it. You will get educated from our man Bill Road from The Undefeated. A pleasure to have him with us here on Freddie and Fitzsimmons on ESPN Radio. Oh, it's good to talk to you, my man. You keep taking care of yourself and doing well. Bill, we'll talk to you soon. Hey, thank you
1: so much. Now you guys uh, stay safe.